What up, friends and neighbors? It is Eric. Uh, we're doing the third installation for the month of February as we continue to celebrate Black History Month all month long as we're talking about hip-hop and its place in modern culture. And this has been such a fun ride thanks to McDonald's who have put this whole thing together. Uh, they were instrumental in getting this thing off the ground. Their support has been amazing, and it uh, made really honestly this whole thing possible and so a big thank you to mcdonald's uh for this episode the next episode and the previous two which the feedback you guys have been giving us has been great so keep that stuff coming keep sharing it keep talking about it keep doing whatever because uh the more you do that the more we can do podcasts like this which have been awesome so this time around we're going to talk to adrian butler you might know him as a b um he's a bit again much like willie the kid a bit of a media mogul right uh he's got a clothing line highly successful successful clothing line he started doing hip-hop he actually started in the church then moved from church choir into hip-hop from hip-hop into djing from djing into clothing and how those all connect together and kind of encapsulate again what we're talking about when we talk about hip-hop and how it affects culture and what a huge impact it has made since the late 1960s early 1970s all the way up to 2017 and what does that look like over the course of history and maybe what it'll look like as we look a bit into the future. This episode, Adrian Butler, again, brought to you by our friends at McDonald's as we celebrate Black History Month. This is the Incredible Halt podcast, and I hope, I hope, hope, hope you enjoy it as much as I there made it. aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. The Incredible Hulk. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Hear the music. All right, Adrian. How are you, my friend? Great. How are you? I am fantastic. We are uh, celebrating Black History Month, talking about hip hop. Yeah. So you know. Um, we had Shad Cabango on in episode one, okay. Willie the Kid in episode two, you are episode three, and, okay. and one of the things that I, I wanted to talk to you about is similar to what I talked to Willie about, which is, when did all of this start? Like, what, what was it, like, you know, with growing up, like, how did you end up, Ooh. because much like Willie, right, you went down the hip-hop path, and mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. through that experience, both in recording and performing and so forth and so on you end up starting a clothing line and then from that clothing <laughs> yeah, line yeah, right yeah. You, you know ah this you, is great this you know is you great guys question you guys bifurcate in, a, in an interesting way like he went a more traditional route of you know website sales and a traditional yeah. brick and mortar store and whatever but you're having great success with surprising people with stores with yeah. which in the marketing world we call a pop-up shop right yeah yeah and so i'm interested to go all the way back to eight-year-old adrian butler like what's happening in the household that you're going on, I'm going to do performance for my profession. I didn't. I, it did. It didn't occur to me that way when I was eight. Um, and it didn't occur to me that way when I was 18. But I think uh, like right around like the age of 19 or 20 is when I thought about performance as as something to make a living at, or so something something to get good at. But when I'm eight, I'm in the house and we're listening to. There's music everywhere. Sure. So I had a I, I, I always had a love for music. I even had what a love. What were you listening to at eight? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. So eight is third grade, right? Yeah, third or fourth. It's like right? third, third, third grade. So that was like um that was when my parents were telling me so I'm I grew up I'm nineteen seventy nine. So when I'm eight, 
It's 87. So that's like MTV is like pretty hype at that time. Well, right? yeah, it's like, four years old at this point. Yeah, right? so like, Run DMC, uh, LL Cool J, like all those like Beastie Boys, like all those like mid-80s sort of hip-hop artists. And I got my parents telling me that this is like a phase, you know, this is just a fad. <laughs> like this is going to be here. It's going to be gone. Like I don't even know. This isn't even really music. You know what I mean? Um, cool Modi, Young MC. Like I, I'm, I'm just thinking about like all these different different rap artists that I was into. But then also I was in church all the time. Like my my parents were super strict. Um, but you Baptist. performed in church, right, didn't you? I did not perform in church until I, I got in the choir. Yeah. So that was like my first my first church performance thing was like being in the choir. Um yeah, so I had like this this heavy, you know, black gospel music influence. I'm listening to hip hop all the time and then like, you know, all the pop stuff that you hear on the radio in between. Um, which I feel like, the, can I just interject? I think the 80s was like an excellent time for pop music on the radio. Yeah, like, well, and, really and that was cool similar things. to what, you know, when, when Shad and I were talking about hip-hop evolution, that was similar to what we were talking about. It's like yeah. when you look right now, and, mm-hmm. you know, this is a celebration, so it's not talking about, like, whatever, yeah, wanna, yeah. You know, whatever rabbit hole we could go down to in 2017. But, like, when you look at it <laughs> musically speaking, it's... The music to me doesn't really reflect the culture in the same way it did in the eighties, right? No, no, no. You know, no. like what you listen to yeah. on the radio doesn't seem to reflect the climate of the culture right now. Nah, no. Nah, I think radio is more of an escape, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, and and yeah, in the eighties, it was just like a direct reflection on on like what's happening. Um, so, I loved music. I was all about music. Those were like those three places. I guess is where I like I got musical inspiration pop radio stuff and, and, and whatever music was in the movies, you know what I'm saying? Um, Miami Vice and, and then hip hop and then gospel. And, and I love music. And as I, as I go on this journey of like figuring out that I love hip hop even more and even more and even more, um, I think part of the thing that, that happens with hip hop. And I think that's why you see, I think this is why you see so many people that start in hip hop, um, finding like career paths in other places is because it forces you to like you have a lot of self-reflection that you have to do you know what I mean like you need to be um you go through a lot of like um examining like what you're saying and like what you're writing and how you're performing it and examining like reactions of crowds and like learning how to read people and figuring out like how you're going to what's like the most authentic way that you can be who you are and and still like say what you need to say in a way that people are going to respond to, and there's a like there's a there's this like self made sort of aspect of it, right? Like sure, that's why I think you see you know every everybody that that loves hip hop is probably um, not I shouldn't say everybody, but I I feel like large percentage of people are going to love like all these mafia movies where you know Scarface for instance yeah, for right sure. like that that's that's like what you have to do in in the world of hip hop you need to be able to promote yourself right so you have to like get past that feeling of like i'm about to be annoying to everybody and right. they don't want right. to talk yeah, to yeah. me cuz yep. i have to promote myself but you you so you have like this self-made aspect of 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 music in in hip hop and i don't think you have that in you know pop stars they don't have to they don't have to prove themselves to their like circle of friends you know what i'm sure. saying they don't have there's no competition you know there's a there's a competition ingrained in like 
there was at least. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> in, you know, in, in hip hop music, right? Think, like, well, like the battles, I, yeah, battles. Yeah. But I think when you look at a guy like Kendler, Kendrick Lamar, right? You've got there's who I think arguably stands among the giants of hip hop for sure, easily, for sure. Right? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. So that stuff's still happening. Um, yep. and, and I just think um, there's just different phases of what these things go through and it's it's what's interesting about this and, and talking about this for a whole month has been fascinating is when you're looking at the the history thus far of right. hip-hop it has pivoted and evolved and transcended so many times in a way that you know few genres actually do in the world of music you know if you go all the way back to the 70s yeah when yeah. hip-hop starts it starts as a party right for sure it for starts sure. as looping yeah. oh, drums yeah. essentially you know yeah. and then then we start having mcs and you know and, and, so yep. forth and so on but from that moment from cool herc holding the official first hip-hop party all the way to 2017 i mean yeah. that's a long journey and when you look like every facet of pop culture is touched by this oh, musical yeah. genre yeah. every single one no doubt no doubt and and that to me is so powerful and speaks to what you said that that self-made engine so that when you listen to this stuff it inspires you to do something either perform yourself yeah. or start a blog or start or, a business yeah. or sell shoes on instagram or what like it, it's just kind of this driving force behind what's happening in america specifically wow. to a very targeted demographic of people that are inspired by hip-hop and then go out and use it as a catalyst for whatever oh, for sure. you know? and to circle that back to you right clearly at, at some point when you're performing your design engine turns on and you go oh i, I as part of this promoting thing i gotta make shirts and then you make those shirts yeah. and people start buying those shirts and then you go oh, hang on a second <laughs> right like yeah. i'm yeah. gonna make more money selling shirts yeah right yeah. or i'm gonna be able to live yeah. on making shirts yeah. so that yeah. i can do continue to do the art so what That's was that funny. you know what was that pivot and when did that happen with the shirts well with just the whole thing i mean you're doing pop-up shops that yeah, are like wildly successful like which really is very well. different in some ways but similar to performance but very different in other ways yeah yeah so um wow you know I, this is kind of cool because i get i don't sit around and think about some of this stuff in this way <laughs> sure you know what i mean like i i thought about it as um quite honestly like oh people like these shirts as much as i do and they want to buy them um i don't i i'm i'm djing right like djing is is has become because of the hip hop has become like one of the the main things that I that I do now, um, and so I'm thinking, you know, how do I how do I how do I get the shirts to people? But how do I how do I keep it exciting for them and keep it exciting for me? Um, so the pop up shop, the first one that I did um, was just because I quite honestly didn't want to be mailing shirts because because sending shirts out. Was cutting into my practice time. <laughs> sure. Well, right. Yeah. But like, so I'm sitting at home but trying. To, it, so like, but you think know? about that for a second. Isn't that interesting? So you're you're cutting it out for a pragmatic reason, which actually makes the experience of interacting with you cooler. <laughs> you know. So instead of getting an envelope in the mail yeah. with an, an AB T-shirt, well, or dude, a you know, whatever, you know, I love I love people, man. Like I love to meet people. I love to learn 
from people. There's there's the interaction is like important to me. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that that I think um, as I started to DJ more and to uh, perform as a as an MC less. That was one of the things that I started to miss. Um, What's the connection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those like conversations that you have at shows before and after the show, um, and 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 when you're on the stage, I mean you you're directly like sharing something from yourself with with people, right? You know what I mean? Um, and I, I missed I missed some of that. So so the pop up shops are, are exactly right. Like that's a way for me to connect with people um, and to just like touch base and like see what's going on. And, um, so the first one, the first one went really well and I was excited to do it because I hadn't done it before. Sure. Um, so that excitement I think carried over into the experience for people. And then it's like, oh, like, let's do another one a few months, a few months later. And it's not something that needs to be, um, the excitement comes from like me knowing that it's about to happen and that it's coming out. And, right. and not talking about it. It's not a, it's not an album that I'm, that I'm telling people to buy three months ahead of time you know what i mean it's yeah. it's it's like 10 days in 10 days we're having this thing and 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 people people are going to come and the people that come are going to have a great time and there's going to there's going to be great great new designs i get the feedback that i like to get on the clothing um and, and people just have fun it becomes a party really because you know there's going to be music and so what you know speaking of music like what stuff are you listening to right now that's so funny um Right now, I'm listening to the Weekends album. Yeah, I was really, uh, really disappointed with the last album because I was I had really high expectations, so my expectations were really low for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, but he's got some good songs. He's got some good songs. Still, still on that. Um, it still makes me wonder how. Who's the next? Like, like when are we, is everybody going to stop trying to sound like Michael Jackson? Like, when is that going to not be the? Uh, I don't, the, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, like Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Definitely like, you know, MJ. Um, Bruno Mars, MJ influences. Uh, in you know, I, I always think he's more James Brown. That's just me, though. I think, well, musically, yes. And, There's just and a lot stage more, performance and stuff like that. There's just a lot more horns yes. than there were in any MJ yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like vocals, like I'm, I'm thinking like Jeremiah, like vocally, he reminds me, you know, Lloyd. Um, just so many artists, I feel like, are... are that's that's kind of like the thing, um, but anyway, that's what I've been listening to the weekend a lot. I've been listening to um, Toki Monster, which is like um, just some more instrumental loop sample sort of stuff. Um, the new Tribe Called Quest album, which that always makes me listen to older Outcast. For some reason, Outcast and Tribe like there was a year in high school where like both they both had albums that were out. In, in within like a year or something and it was just like listening to that stuff all the time i kind of like i'm like one of those people that like listens to the same thing like over and over and over well i and think, over I, I think over. well yeah but i think a, i think a lot of people do that right you know and that's one of the the interesting things about when you get into you know you'll hear people talking about the future of music what is the future of music what's the future of streaming what's yeah. the future of radio and and you know the all of that seems to hinge on what you and I are doing right now, which is having a personal connection. You know, yeah. so if I say to you, "Hey, have you heard the Twenty One Savage album?" Right? You know, yeah. maybe you have, maybe you have. I have not. Right. Yeah. So, 
me knowing that you like hip hop, it might be something worth checking out right now. You're going to go back and you're going to go listen to that album. And if you like it, you're going to tell somebody. Oh, else. yeah. Yeah. But what isn't happening is none of these services are really doing a great job of exposing you to new music. They're really awesome at going, Ooh. oh, by the way, I remembered that you like the Tribe yep. Called Quest yep. album. So yep. I'm going to show you an older album that yeah. I'm going to show you Outcast. Right. But it's still, and this is why this has been such a fun project for me to do, it's still about human connection. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and the music is still, it's a vibrant part of people's lives, but mm-hmm. they still need people to connect in order to make that thing happen, to, in order to discover new music. Because the computers and the automation, while it makes making music easier, it certainly makes DJing easier, it makes a yeah. lot of things easier, it really hasn't solved for what was happening in the 70s and 80s when we were kids was somebody had to tell you or yeah, hand you a cassette yeah, yeah. or give you the album or and ran. then you went home and went wow yep. or the, what the, is the, this? that the whole like the search for for music right uh-huh. like you randomly hear that a song you know what I'm right? saying? Like yeah running yes. About, yes. Right? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah which might be the only thing i liked about the get down but like that scene yo, is like that that you know what the first episode was great yeah, but like, th- but I think every at, music fan can em- can understand yeah. what's happening in that scene where he's oh, running for around sure. that record. Like, I got to get this yeah. record. Yeah, I love it. I love it. The um, yeah, that was uh, we we could have a whole conversation about the get down. <laughs> so you know, you know, um, we've been keeping these things to like twenty twenty five minutes. So like, we're all, so we're, we're almost, almost done. We're almost well. You know, we're, we're almost, almost running done. into it. Well, so, what, what else do we need to? Well, discuss? I I just would if there's people out there that. Um, they think 2017 is their year. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could give them some advice that you wish you had when you started, like how did you start and what was that start like? When you you decided to go from music fan to music performer, what what was that shift and how could you pass that info along? Um, wow. That I I, re, I remember this. Um, I remember just feeling like um, I had something to say, and some some things that I wanted to say, right? And and they weren't coming out in my normal conversations. You know, uh, when I was talking to my friends, hanging out, playing basketball, whatever, what whatever it was, you know what I mean, like. Um, writing essays at school or doing homework or talking to my parents or whatever. Like there were these things that, um, that I wanted to say that weren't, I wasn't able to say them for whatever reason. Um, and that's when, that's when I started to write. Um, yeah. And it just, yeah, actually I I still write. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've been writing, yeah, I haven't been talking about that. That's that's one of those like surprises that I keep for myself. <laughs> but when you start to feel like that, right? When you start to feel like um these these uh these these Twitter updates and uh these Instagram pictures and Facebook statuses are, are not doing justice to like the things that I want to say, you know, I think that's that's kind of an indication that if you really want to say these things, you there's another way, you know. And that Absolutely. for me, that's that's the music, um, that's the the writing. So, um, I think I think my advice would just be to um, uh, 
to just just get started just 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 to do 2017 is going to be your year um yeah it's a, it's it's a great year to have be your year sure <laughs> i think it's going to be a lot of people's year right? yeah well, you know, I, I mean? you know I, I there's think... a lot of frustration there's a lot of uh well and on, on a just <clears throat> changing that lens a little bit right disruption brings opportunity mm-hmm. right and so it, if if you're feeling like this year is already super chaotic that chaos the chaos i should say is beneficial to new businesses new art forms oh yeah new ideas yeah, yeah. new forms of technology new ways to connect right so new opportunities for sure you know so yeah. when when you're you're in the the insanity it's easy to kind of get wrapped up in the negativity as you, to your point that you're seeing on Twitter and Facebook and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you get out of that and you just, just tilt the lens like mm. 12 degrees, <laughs> you know, you see the world full of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Um, Cause that's, that's nobody can really stop you from, from doing whatever you want to do. Which is so, I mean, you know, that was sort you know, of true when we were kids. It's absolutely true right now. Yeah. You can, you can, you can write, and you can record on your phone and you can post and, and you have an audience immediately. You know like, what I mean? I, yeah, I was just listening. This is, I think this is so, so crazy. We'll kind of end here and people can connect with you on Twitter and Facebook oh, for and all sure. that stuff. But um, I was listening to Joe Rogan uh, okay. in January and he said that he broke his own personal record in the last week of January where he got 90 million downloads in a single week what? of podcasts, right? So when you talk about... No one can stop you, right? Like, there's no, <laughs> there is no radio station on earth that connects to 90 million people. What was that podcast about? No, it, he just did a ton in January, right? This, so, like, okay, I just okay. think there was a, a bunch of people tuning in, and he, he was doing some, to, your, to our point about connection, right? He was talking to some different people and making connections to people who may have never even heard of him. And, you know, he's always been one of the number one, two, or three people in the podcast arena. But even then, to your point... If 2017 is your year, there's still room for growth. And those are just incredible numbers of a guy like a guy who just got up one day and said, I'm going to start talking to people about interesting stuff. Yeah, I can't imagine that. It's crazy stuff. So, A.B., if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, so everything AB.com will be the website. Go to that. That'll have links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. But. Uh, handle for Instagram, which has been my most fun thing to play with <laughs> lately, is uh, who does your photos? By the way, AB is Adrian Butler, Leanne Cobb. There you go, Lee and Cobb. Nice, sir. three words. <laughs> there you go. Shout out to Lee and Cobb. Yeah. AB, as always, a pleasure, my man. Likewise, likewise. Thanks for having me. All of these podcasts were made possible by McDonald's, and I cannot thank them enough. Uh, It's this sort of support that makes these podcasts possible. So if you're enjoying what's happening, make sure you shout out to McDonald's or go see them and say hi. But I just want to take one more shot to uh, circle back and say big, huge thanks to McDonald's for making this stuff possible all month long. 
Talking Hip Hop, Talking Black History Month. Big thanks to McDonald's and M Live to Eric Hulkerin. And this has been the Incredible Halt Podcast.